Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. How do you guys think you would have done with, like, some surprise, like, quintuplets or something? <laughs> oh, in Michael's mind, he'd probably have them as a performing synchronized swimming team. <laughs> <laughs> We'd probably go on the road as a circus act, I think, yeah. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm not joined by my normal co-host, Will. Uh, today, I'm joined by new co-host, Jen Bean. Hi, Jen. Hello. So professional, Hugh. I can't believe you just jumped into that like that. Hugh went from just being normal self to just radio Hugh. It was really cool, Hugh. It is. Uh, every time we have a guest on, they're like, oh, so you don't pre-record that. Yeah, bit, no? it is amazing to see it happen. <laughs> there you go. Have a laugh. Uh, doing I'm it live. I'm conscious about how I sound. I'm like, I feel like there aren't enough culture accents on this podcast so far. But I do talk a bit fast and not very clearly, so I've been hoping to go for a kind of a Roz on this. Okay. I was really hoping to get a cold, get a real little sexy vibe going, but... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, those 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 days when I've had a cold, the recording just is so much better. So nice. gravelly and grainy. Uh, Jen, you are, uh, like myself, a teacher, and I was going to ask you how you're enjoying your midterm break, but because, again, you don't teach in Dublin, you're not even on your midterm break no. yet. No. Well, well, I am now, actually, as a pre You are today. as of now. As a pre okay. Yeah, and had parent-teaching meetings for the last two days. Did, uh, did, your, did your children send you Valentine's Day cards? Actually, I got, like, I got three different, I got three roses off kids yesterday, which I wasn't expecting, as well as a few cards. Oh. Yeah, and then some of them were like, what did you get for us? I was like, you are yeah. not my husband or my wife, so nothing. <laughs> no. yeah. And just the age you teach, just in case people are visualizing 16-year-old boys here. Oh, yeah, little, little people, little seven-year-olds yeah. at the moment. Okay. Yeah, girls and boys. Yeah, okay. And how are you planning to spend a couple of days off midterm? What, what are your plans? Uh, wall-to-wall medical appointments. Just uh... Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. great. Yours or other people's? I'm sure uh, Michael can back you up for this. Just you store them all up when you got a date. One's for me, actually. I've had um, a pain in my arm since New Year's. 
well explained. <laughs> yeah. Kind of excited to find out what happens there. It's just aging. But, then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Actually, it has been recurring all my adult life, and I never thought about it before. I get a dead arm whenever I run, but it runs so rarely, it hasn't actually um, been a problem up to now. <laughs> But uh, now it's coming into <laughs> my walking life. Stopping all exercise is a good idea, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, I mean, I, I said this as though I had very exciting plans yesterday. I spent, this is not a word of a lie, I spent 10 hours of my day doing a jigsaw. <laughs> like I got up, I got up, I started the jigsaw. I bet I, you turned all over all the pieces first and then did all the I corners. I stopped to eat. Well, oh, we were, we were past that, to be honest. It's the hardest jigsaw I've ever done. It's a jigsaw I started two years ago. And I was waiting for this midterm to finish it. And my God, it was basically, it's a picture. I'll put a picture up because I'm sure the listeners will want to see it. A penguin in the Antarctic. And there's a oh. lot of snow and a lot of snowy sky. And yeah, I spent 10 hours of one day on it. But you know what? I finished it this morning. So. Oh, that's great. Do you yeah. have one of those roll up, roll up mat things? Not a roll up, but a, a, it, it is, it's got, yeah like panels that oh yeah close, lovely. So you can't put it away my um, but, uh, mother-in-law has one of those um bread trays you know the big wooden delivery like sliced oh, pan yeah. trays and that's how she that's how she jigsaws yeah it's funny whenever i tell people about jigsaws everyone's references are always to mother-in-laws or grandparents <laughs> yeah. or great aunts, people. you know no one, yeah yeah um but I will say I was meant to be editing an episode of the podcast. So if there is not an episode one week soon, you you know you now know why it didn't happen. So I was too busy finding those pieces of snow. So important things, yeah, all those little white misty bits. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all it was. The last time I did a jigsaw, I was actually it's we're getting close to on topic here. Without me giving out too much away, I was sitting on one of those big pregnancy near birth yoga balls doing like some kind of German castle and um, I yeah I, I did have one of the I do have one of those rolled up mat things and then mm. it's uh, been rolled up there and uh, that child is now four and I haven't gone back since but I think about oh. it probably once every fortnight oh well, that's nice it's, it's, it's probably the cause of the pain in my arm actually it's a huge stress <laughs> yeah that repounder strain don't get podcasts edited and get sore arms <laughs> yeah. um anyway speaking of people who uh who don't edit podcasts, actually, despite the fact that their title suggests that they should be the ones doing it. Uh, it's time to welcome on both our producers, Michael and Anya. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Jen, I loved the top to a reference to Roz, uh, but Hugh won't get that reference because oh, he ooh. has never seen Fraser. Oh, my gosh. I played along. Thank you for nodding along, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, you look at him lie. He's a l- dirty little showman, isn't he? <laughs> Jen and Anya, you you haven't met before, is that right? No, no never met. No, well, I I'm in that awkward position where I really feel like I know Anya, and also really feel like she knows me, and that maybe we're best friends. <laughs> but she uh, she's my best friend. Am I her best friend? Let's find out. Michael, you and Jen have met before, is that correct? Jen, I go way back, mm-hmm. way back. Yeah, yeah. Jen, we long term have to know each other. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Jen, do you know what? I think the last time we saw each other, and I looked this up because I had it in my email, Dear Diary, I think it might have been New Year's Eve 2017. Does that sound right? Uh, Where where was that? Did Jen see you as well, or was it just you saw Jen? (laughs) Like, you were asleep. We, 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 uh, we... Oh, ourselves in a group of we mutual away. friends yes, took a, right. took a house right. yeah. Oh, yeah and it was 2017 I mean yeah. I should say Hugh were you at this mutual I wasn't invited no, no. neither was I no. <laughs> and it was only for half friends not best friends yeah exactly yeah yeah 
I yeah. think I might have been asleep on the couch by New Year's actually that time. That would be yeah, classic yeah, me. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I was life and soul of the party, yeah. classic me. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great to reconnect, Jen. Nice many years later. <laughs> so, hang on, you guys went on a holiday together, yeah. late 2016, and then never spoke since. Didn't speak since. Yeah, it was a really dramatic holiday. Wow. Stuff went oh, down. Heaven, guys. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to revisit that. No, it's because we both had uh, major life events since then, which actually is the topic Jim of today's... sore arm and Michael. <laughs> what was yours? Don't forget the jigsaw. The jigsaw, yeah. And have done German <laughs> castle. And so you haven't met since then. I think I, that's true. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's yeah. Well, actually, yeah, Michael, yeah. I did once see you on Dolphin oh. Street. Oh. But you were talking to somebody, and oh. I kind of had this. I gave it a little, hello. the little quiet little hand up. Uh, he didn't see me. I wasn't. I wasn't going to stick my head between your face and the he other saw, guy's face. He saw you. He yeah. Saw you. I, those bat-like eyes. Oh, the bats don't have good eyes, do they? Those. I don't know, Anya, but you said that with <laughs> great enthusiasm through a big mouthful of noodles. So. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's the worst food to try to subtly eat as well. But no, one of one of the major reasons why uh, neither you or I have have seen each other or many people uh, in years is 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 the topic of today's. Um, this episode. is making it sound like you fathered Jen's kids, <laughs> just and then and then left. It, I just I just want to say that. Okay. Yeah, actually, <laughs> nine months after New Year's, New Year's. <laughs> September 2018. And yeah. then I saw him on Dawson Street and he didn't even wave. Actually, my baby was born November 2018. Like, not far off. Oh, she was wow. two months late, the doctor said. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a Michael baby. Yeah. Weight 27 pounds. <laughs> not far off you, actually. She was a big baby. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, today we're talking about children, specifically the pros and cons of parenting and caring for them. Uh, children have long been considered generally a good thing, uh, but that sort of groupthink has never stopped us at legitimate likes before. So today we're just going to decide once for all whether they are worth all the hassle. Uh, so I think we'll give a trigger warning for nappy stories uh, and also maybe for me uh, weeping uncontrollably as they talk about the kids. Michael, we have some fans who tune in specifically for both of those things. <laughs> um, but before we get into all of that, uh, we get into our, our quiz. Anya, we can mm. tear you away from your ramen, which apparently we can't. My, like every 30 seconds, her head ducks off the corner and emerges with a big trail of noodles. I think she's being so civilized. I haven't seen the noodles at all. I just see you dip up and down there. It's, and... it's, like, it's honestly an enormous... Oh, it's, yeah, it's massive. <laughs> but, but you know the way with ramen, it's so liquidy. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, your yeah. chin looks so clean. Thank you. <laughs> Jen tried to try to butter up on your early doors. Your chin is so clean. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're going to start with that. I would be amazed if you can get this. So which celebrity daughter is repeatedly mentioned by her mother in the song Loving You? The Minnie Ripperton song. Is that, is that, that really like loving yeah. you? La, 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 la. That one. I mean... So you are asking us who's who who is Minnie Ripperton's daughter? Yeah. All I can think of is <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amazing. Do we know her? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Super famous. Oh, is it is it sure? Why are you answering? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, you're right. <laughs> uh, is it sure? Anya? <laughs> no. No, no, it's not no. it's not Madonna. Not sure. How old is Minnie Ripperton? 
Um, I don't know. The the daughter is, I would say, 50, maybe. And uh, is she a singer herself? No. Actor? Yeah. You're asking mm. too many questions. This is... So 50-year-old actress Actually, with the surname was bang on. She's Ripperton. 50. No, the surname is not Courtney Ripperton. Cox. Now, you don't know it. You don't know it. But this is... Of course it's... I don't know it. You've <laughs> asked me who is Minnie Ripperton, who I've never heard of. Who is her daughter? <laughs> I mean, the daughter is super famous. No, sure, Rihanna. No, I know that. But if you'd said like, if you'd said a parent of another famous person, I wouldn't know who that, unless it was like, who is, you know, Schloppy Schwarzenegger's daughter. Like Oprah. Uh, so, no, it's, I'll give you a clue. It's, 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 uh, she got, um, she was a, she's a former SNL cast member. Tina Fey. No, no. <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's, it's Ma- Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph's mother is Minnie Rudolph. Oh, yeah. Maya Rudolph, fifty. Fifty, fifty this wow. year. Uh, okay, uh, question two. Um, I was going to give you multiple choice here, but I'm just going to ask it with no, with no, no, no choice. Um, which historical figure fathered the most children? Is it you? <laughs> I, I, I'm not yet. A Someone historical like figure. Alexander the Great who went around fathering because I don't so. like. You're getting, you're getting very, yeah, it's very because close. I was going to go, I was going to go similar lines, Jim, but I was going to go Genghis Khan. Don't they say that like Genghis Khan came into my head, actually. And then I thought, or he just killed loads of kids. I think both. I think it was kind of a balancing thing, you know? Bring one, uh, take one. Yes, yeah. it's like nature, like leave no trace and... Yeah, it's like, what you know, need a penny or have one to spare? Take one or leave one. That's why they're there. Do you remember when those were in garages? <laughs> yeah. Anyone ever take one? Um, no, because that, that would have been not in the spirit of things. Did you leave one? Uh, no. <laughs> not in the spirit of things either. Are we right with Genghis Khan? You're right with Genghis Khan. Oh. So Genghis Khan, uh, it's, the numbers are known, but definitely over 1,000 and probably closer to 2,000 kids. Two thousand um, kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had. Can we do the maths on that, there, Michael? Can you give us some? So, a study in two thousand and three found that one in every two hundred uh, men who are living were descended from Genghis Khan. So, not you... one in five, which is what I. Not said. one in five, but if you go to, uh, I, I think it's uh, you know a certain region in Asia, it's one in every eight men. Like it's it's he's mm. he was a prolific father. Of... And they probably when... were hardy kids as well. You know, oh, I'd say they were tough survivors. Yeah. So we have two kids, and and we are very happy with that. But when I look, and you know, I would never, I, I don't want, you know, loads of kids. But the idea of having one thousand to two thousand kids, that does appeal to me. Like the idea of having like six, not so much, but like thousands of children. To something Can I just in ask that. as well, Michael? Did you say? One or two thousand. Is that what they say? One thousand. Like that's the difference. Well they say the hardest leap is going from the thousand to the well, two like, thousand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> the old ones bring up the little ones, isn't that it? Yeah, like e- either that's way true. you're getting a minivan, you know? Like yeah. so. I have a friend who uh has well now three children, but at one point when she had two children, um and one was going to school and one day a week then her sister would mind her younger son, um, who was about two. And I was like, oh, that's great. And, you know, does she have kids? And she said, yes, she's got nine of her own. Oh, my God. And my initial reaction was, why on earth are you giving her another kid to mind if she's got nine? She was like, Hugh, she's got nine. Like, what's ten? No difference, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Basically the same. Well, there's a certain number you hit. Percentage-wise. Where... Who has nine kids in this day and in age? In this day and age, I know. 
Well, if you want to know, uh, there was a Ugandan man, Jack Kagongo, who died in 2014, aged 109. He had 158 children across 27 different wives. So, you know, it could still be done, you know? Don't let it stop you. If you're a man, I guess it can still be done. How many kids could a woman have, plausibly? Is the record what is it? is it? Well, you see, we see once you get twins and triplets into the into. The, I think has someone had twenty something? Yeah. I think it's in the thirties. Yeah, Wait, like it's, you it's, I'd say hard. plenty of Irish women had twenty pregnancies. You know, a few yeah. decades yeah. ago. You know, the, you know those were, they were just pregnant from age twenty to forty, kind of. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's something to do, I suppose. Something to do, exactly. Yeah, but in Genghis Khan's case, it was because he had he had a huge harem. Um, I, I'm not sure I really see the appeal of a harem. Like, it's a, it seems like a lot of work. Hugh, you, you find it hard enough to keep a one woman happy. Is that what you're doing? Am I right? Am I right? And think of all the mothers-in-law. Am I right? <laughs> happy Christmas. It's your, your tight five on harems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it just seems like a... I don't know, like, there's always going to be someone who's nose at a joint, and like, it's, got, it's almost like being in a nightclub, but you're, you're buying all the drinks, you know, like, it's, it doesn't sound like that much fun. Would you like to be in a reverse harem? Where there's loads of me? Like, there's loads, loads of, loads of <laughs> men. And you're a male concubine, obviously you'd love somewhere where there are loads of you, but no, would you like to be a concubine? A male concubine? You're one of a thousand Yeah, men. the other men wouldn't be you. <laughs> It's like a hedgehog, Michael, but it's bigger. <laughs> I just want to be categorical. No, I don't want to be a concubine. Okay. I want to be very clear. You'd love it. You'd love Why not? The, the, the bro-like atmosphere. You'd have your little friends. You'd get a day out every once in a while. Yeah. Hey, who's getting picked today? <laughs> oh, not me, I guess. Back to the drawing board. And in my imagination, concubines are always in like kind of a Roman spa. So you're just lounging around getting a soak and a... I mean, uh, you are selling it to me, <laughs> you know, I mean, arguably it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about eunuch advisor, Michael? What about that? <laughs> Which would you go for? Eunuch or yeah, concubine? You have to pick, you have to pick. You have to pick, yeah. Between what? what You'd be well looked after. Oh, Michael, I mean, you don't need to... Do you really need to ask us what you're picking? Eunuch, eunuch advisor or? Concubine. Concubine. But concubine. like concubine to the to the queen or or Khan the, su- or the sultana concubine yeah concubine and the sultana thank you but yeah. you 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 have the kind of um, you'd love being an, an advisor I think though as well I would yeah. I would yeah I but would. That, I mean you see I think he'd sneak that into the concubine the bit of pillow talk now would be <laughs> trying to run the kingdom from his from his palace tell me you wouldn't watch that film <laughs> yeah I mean it does sound like a yeah. It does sound sort of like something they might have made for like Cinemax in the 90s. Yeah, political intrigue and abs. Yeah. And yeah. Which do you contribute? <laughs> Mostly the intrigue. Less so in the abs. Maybe. But more in a, it's intriguing how this man is involved in politics. <laughs> I contribute one ab. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so that was, uh, that was question Jen, two. Jen, thoughts on Michael? <laughs> Nothing. I think he's got that ab. It's popping out through his top there. I can see it from here. It's huge. Michael, want to get that look out, Make actually. <laughs> Michael and his huge abdomen. <laughs> I have a very well-developed thorax, okay? <laughs> oh, I think God. that's the second time you've said that exact line on the podcast. <laughs> Also, as a parent in an age of very fussy over-parenting, I do aspire mm. to be like the mothers of old who had 
I come from a family of six kids who had, you know, who hardly knew their kids' names, definitely not their ages. And it's kind of <laughs> go back and we'll see you at dinner. Come back when you're hungry. That yeah. is what I aspire yeah. to. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's something to be said for the parents to multiples. Mm. Yeah. Can I yeah, can yeah. I ask though, Jen? Because because you come from, I suppose, a more rural area, whereas you're now living in the heart yeah, the of the city. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you were living in the country, would do you think you could achieve your goal more easily rather yeah. than releasing them into the mean streets? Of I I would say I'm less Dublin. likely to be in A and E with another suspected concussion. I would say yes because they're bouncing off the floors and walls here. Luckily, my floors are quite bouncy here, but. <laughs> um yeah i would love to get i would just go out and dig and find worms and i think it will be better in that way but yeah outside of that i will be miserable so you know <laughs> things around about. <laughs> michael would you rather be a worm found by jen's kids or come on on you give me something uh or the 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 doctor in the A&E. No, you'd pick doctor. That's too easy. It's too easy. <laughs> Would you rather be a doctor or a worm? <laughs> What's the I mean, difference, I fellas? <laughs> hey, I know doctors are finding it tough. You don't see many worms flying off to Australia for better pay. <laughs> Is this the return of um, our old friend? Don't get Ballantyne! <laughs> Bang on cue. Uh, yeah. I'm back with a residency in Vegas. 90 nights. <laughs> God, the physical toll that impression takes on me is <laughs> immense. Well, particularly when you've got a vat of noodles. I love how you go for it, though. And I've got to do 90 nights of this. Oh, the rabbit is part of the show. <laughs> so I've heard your accents on the podcast many times, Anya, but now I, now I know how you lean forward as you do it. It's like it's all the yeah. more impactful. You, you've got to see the bulge in the eyes to really yeah, appreciate it. Oh God, it's not, yeah. it's not yeah. right. When she knows it's coming. <laughs> It's like when you're about to throw up. You know that few seconds beforehand when you're There's like, nothing you can oh, do. here we go. Yeah, it's like I've never felt so alive. Both the throwing up and the accents. Um, yeah. Question three. Question three. Okay, so I've got some quotes from movies, basically on the topic of parenthood. I need to tell me what movie these are from. Well, you can't never let anything happen to them, then nothing would ever happen to them. So I suppose speaking of kind of helicopter parenting and uh, overbearing parents. Oh, I feel I know this. What's a film about? Is there, is there a Steve Martin film with loads of children in it? Is it? Would it be that one? Cheaper by the Dozen. No, it's not that film. Good guess, though. It's not Wonder, is it? No. Uh, do you want a clue? It's an, yeah. It's an animated film. Oh. Oh. Uh, no, 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 no. We must know this. Oh, oh no, oh no, I, I, no, I, I can, I know what it is, I know what it is. What I got to say? Yeah, I do. Will I say yeah. it? Yeah. It's, it's, he's got to be, it's got to be Marlon talking about Nemo. It's actually, it's Dory oh. talking to Marlon about oh, Nemo. okay. Yeah, 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 very good. Well done, Hugh. Okay. Great film. Hey, don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something, not even me, all right? Ooh. Yeah, that's familiar. What's that from? Do you want to give us the accent in which it was said? I no. Okay. Do, definitely do. Oh no, no! I think that would be a uh, hey crap. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a clue in itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and this is very much a uh, Malcolm X. <laughs> 
it's very much a father-son movie. When's it from? Oh, well, I, I think you should take this movie's name at your mouth, Hugh. Oh, it's like The Pursuit of Happiness or something? Yeah, The Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, uh, yeah, Will Smith talking to, talking to his son. Great clue. Yeah. Okay, one more. Who presents this woman? This woman, but she's not a woman. She's just a kid and she's leaving us. I realised that moment that I was never going oh. to come home again and see Annie at the top of the stairs. Never going to see her again at our table, our breakfast table in her nightgown and socks. I suddenly realised what was happening. Annie was all grown up and was leaving us and something inside began to hurt. I've got that one. Is it Annie? Annie. <laughs> it's a great film. It's a, it's uh, one of my favourites. One of my favourites. It's a brilliant film. Uh, mm. It's Father the Bride, right? Father the Bride, yeah. It's Steve an amazing I've seen it. Oh, yeah. Hugh! It's yeah. such a good film. It's, it's such great. a good film. It's, it's so great. funny. It's so funny. And, and John, we don't cry. I have not seen it. Sorry. Oh, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> Michael, back me up. It's brilliant. I rewatched it about two months ago. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a yeah. really, really good film. Yeah. Those, those are my questions. I mean, yeah. um, deal with them. That's it. Can yeah. I, um, seeing as I have just so many cons to mention, just hop straight in with a pro of parenting here. That yeah. if you, I mean, what else could you have asked me to come on this podcast about? Nothing. I am a jack of no trades and master of none. <laughs> but and now I'm an authority on a topic just because I got yeah. knocked up. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, have a kid. You just, you're in charge of what that is now and no one's allowed to tell you you're wrong. Like, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Do you ever say, well, as a mother, I, oh, <laughs> I go to great pains not to say that. To say that uh, yeah, I, I will I, say, Jen. I mean, you say you're you're expert at nothing. I was recently in your house for the second edition of the most phenomenal escape room that I've ever done, drawn up by you. Hours spent trying to find things and solve clues in your house. Like, and very much <laughs> on my mind during that was that the time she puts into this has to be to the detriment of her children. <laughs> well, Hugh, you're bringing to a con of parenting, actually, that, that part of having kids is that you have to do so much boring stuff. And an awful lot of that is literally just sitting in the dark, like sitting in the yeah. dark, holding a child's hand. Michael, yeah. you're, you've yeah. done this. I mean, I mean, th this is where the podcast was born. Yeah, I'm I'll sure. be honest. But what this I is find where is, the okay, the puzzle might, let's say, happen to you. That's something I've achieved. But I spend those nights becoming more and more aware of whether I'm deluded or not, I don't know, but my potential as in creative ideas, all the things I want mm. to be and think I can do. But then the day Slipping comes away. and yeah. you don't have the energy or time to do any of it. So every day is a yeah. failure. And then every night you just get all creative and buzzy again. And then the days, yeah. and then the nights come and then the days come and you've achieved nothing, yeah. but you're just yeah. the, yeah, the, growing feeling of the things you have not done is just there all the time and suddenly your child is four and michael hasn't visited in years yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. mama hold me why are you making that puzzle like, please talk to me <laughs> like no he's coming it must be perfect <laughs> well that that is i mean jen you've, you've touched on we, we, we can't avoid it the lack of sleep that's a thing that obviously every sort of first time parent is shocked by it is a killer, but the the worst thing is that you really get used to it. You, you get used to operating on very Michael, when you sleep. sent me a, that photo this morning of your children playing at 6 a.m., yeah. Yeah. I read that at half eight. Do you, know what, <laughs> do you know what I was doing? Having some ramen? Sleeping. I was just <laughs> sleeping. And then I looked at it for a few minutes, and then I snuggled back in. <laughs> and I just felt yeah. so sorry for you. I felt yeah. so, so profoundly sorry for you. When you say you get used to it, though, Mike, I, I think it's like... You, it still it remains painful at all times, but it is amazing yeah, yeah, how yeah. you can function, yeah. how you can have three yeah. hours sleep, 
and you know go to work and I suppose unlike you know people without kids right they as a mother <laughs> people without kids <laughs> you know you know you're on a you know through a flight or a night or whatever happens you know you lose sleep but there's always the sense that you will make it up over the next yeah, year yeah, yeah. you never make it up mm. and it's so scary then never and then for like my child is four and we still get up a few times a night every night yeah like, yeah I'm still coasting on the extra sleep I got from the, uh, the when we went and did our live show in London. I had a night away and I slept as long as I could. And that's just topped me up for It's true. For Nothing months. like a night out for a rest. Like, I go on a head night. I'm like, oh, great. A little bit of sleep for me. What <laughs> yeah. a rest this will be. Under the coats in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what are you averaging a night, Michael, sleep wise? So my, my rule is I don't look at the clock. Um, uh, you know, I don't want to know how much I'm I'm losing. But you know, Michael, you must know. I don't. I don't. It's you know what time you go to bed and you know what time you get up and you know roughly that you're up every night for a particular period of time. Or yeah, but at this stage, and Jen might back me up on this, I couldn't swear to how many times I'm up during the night. Do you know what this is leading you me know? to believe that Michael doesn't get up and it's his wife that does all this? And Michael's like, <laughs> well, I just couldn't put a no- I just couldn't put a number on it. I just couldn't. I just, I, it would just be, Michael, do you have an Apple Watch? Can we pull some data? Because he's probably in a suite in the Marion or something. You know, yeah, he doesn't yeah, yeah. even just with the harem. Well, whatever happens in the night, all that matters is that you had less sleep than your partner. For the, but you should be ready for the morning competition where you, uh, yeah, 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 say, yeah, really, yeah, you were yeah. up then? Oh, you didn't yeah, know, but actually yeah. I was up twice before that. And after, yeah. well, how do you decide who gets up? Well, oh, everyone's up all the time. <laughs> you, do, you do take turns, but you get stung. So sometimes you're up for uh, literally five minutes, and then sometimes it can be two hours. And it's it's a little ru- it's a roulette, you know. Now I'm gonna ask a stupid question: How do you know that you have to get up? <laughs> Who is Minnie Ripperton's daughter? <laughs> like, no, it's a good go- question because as kids get older, obviously to some extent you want them to get themselves back to sleep yeah. so what's the what's the breaking point but i think we're both, sorry we should set. we should probably give some data points here so my kids are three and a half and one and a half jen you're hey, oldest is four we're, we're and, four and two yeah 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 so we're still both at that stage where you know but michael you've got a couple of um isn't there the 17 year old as well yeah <laughs> yeah that recently yeah. found you <laughs> yeah reached out to me online reached yeah. out to you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll make up that thousand inch by inch michael inch yeah. by inch they'll come I'm out good of the time. work I'm good time and is it crying that that gets you out of bed you know my children are hopelessly dramatic and i um, usually don't cry <laughs> no but is that is that what wakes you or like do you have to just get up to, to check on them what's the oh no calling you yeah yeah calling or like eh, eh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of noise that all of that. Uh, what i will say is that it is almost always like if it was just me in the house on my own and this has happened with the kids I probably will sleep through it's my wife who wakes and she's very good and very alert um, and then we work out how to go and do it and it generally depends on which kid it is but uh, if it was just left to me I would sleep right through every night and, and the kids would both Sorry, be awake so do you say yeah. it depends on which kid it is is that yeah. because one of your children likes one of you more or because one of you likes one of your children more <laughs> What's the equation, they, they Michael? Have, they have different needs, and uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Michael, you once had to leave an episode of this podcast because your child was struggling to sleep during the heat wave. Yes, and I genuinely was like, I don't understand what you can possibly be adding to the situation. Like, he can't sleep; just leave him at it. <laughs> just sort <laughs> of send him a text. I, because like, when you don't have kids, you're like, well, 
that the logical answer is he's miserable. Why should you both be miserable? So they do Smart. give uh, pregnant people classes on you, and I would recommend it if you ever go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> but like, do you, like, there's just um, so much of your life seems dependent on their whims. Do you know what I mean? Yes, mm. and that mm. is the crux of the issue. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I know we started off on a long list of cons, but what I think I didn't appreciate is that. Like, you don't resent any of this. None of this is a problem. None of this is an issue. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Michael, that's such a lie. That's such no, a it's, lie. It's a, I would say that the lows are, like, the highs are higher and the lows are just not, in most cases, not an issue. We'll talk about some nappies. Again, this all points to you not getting off. It is highs and lows and the highs are Michael's higher. hollowed-eyed wife has just appeared. <laughs> Gaunton. <laughs> One of them. One of face. <laughs> I'm recording the podcast. Yeah. Away. Bring the children to me later. Feed my heirs. <laughs> here's here's a shock of parenting I experienced was that you think you will you kind of expect to have some level of control, right? So you have your own formed personality and your own culture within yourself, your home, maybe with a partner, you know. And then you just assume you will teach all this to your child and bring them into it, and then they're just like. Bam! Nope. It's Britney, bitch. I ain't doing anything yeah. to be like. And they, they yeah. just have their own born personality. I've really come to learn nature versus nurture. They are just born ready-made. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, like, I'm quite a, like a, a grand, mellow kind of person. And everyone in my family is just kind of grand at all times. My husband is from a family of kind of um, high-functioning artists. So they're like... <laughs> They're 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 better than me. They're smart, but they're very like they feel things keenly. They're high or low, delighted or miserable, or whatever they're feeling. So my daughter just has this, and I thought I would just be like, yeah, just be cool, okay? She's like, ah, oh, I'm so sad, and I'm just like, there, there, eat your potato, okay? <laughs> I try to be a good parent and kind of acknowledge her feelings. You know, I'm like. I know, it, I know. I, I put a point in on your hair and that is upsetting and I would be sad about that too. Can I offer you an egg in this trying time? <laughs> <laughs> you very quickly realise that all parents everywhere are making it up the whole time. They're just trying to get by. But for me to think someone's a bad parent now, I mean, like, if, like, you could be the laziest parent, but if your child is alive, I'm like, wow, you have work. <laughs> yeah. Like newborns yeah. just forget to breathe sometimes. They just stop breathing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like if that kid is walking down the street, like you're like, wow. Breathing away. They have obviously yeah, like had meals and you have done <laughs> something to get them here. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting because I was reading up on, you know, there's all these styles of parenting. So there's the helicopter parent, the dolphin parent, the tiger parent. And the only or the least, the most harmful form of parenting is just the detached or the neglectful parent. So basically anyone who's doing any kind of parenting style is doing a reasonably yeah. OK job. Yeah. Uh, so, so do you guys think you are free range parents, tiger parents, uh, dolphin parents? What do you, what do, you do? Uh, well, I, I, what I found is I fall in spite of everything that I thought I fall fall squarely into the dad category like i am not an authoritarian or whatever i'm just a dad i'm just a, I'm just a lad I'm just, 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 I'm no just, but i'm basically like i'm basically just like going to the football match you know yeah, like I'm just, just, I'm not, just and once they can be mates with you and you're like yeah i know i've done my job once it's just a couple of a couple of suits of hydamide and a couple of i can't even <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying to, you're just trying to think of these sinking pines with my son beside me you know yeah, the, uh, we're more just like a pack of bros. 
Anya's struggling to think of something that a man might say. <laughs> Desperately Okay, searching. Michael, who do you think would struggle more to find laddish content, you or Anya? <laughs> I'll take duds, concubine. Duds, duds. Concubine, please. So go on, Michael. Um, Michael, can uh, you answer a question for me? Do you yeah. think... You have two boys. Uh, do you yeah. think that's because you're incredibly masculine, that there's just <laughs> no way there was a girl being born from your loins? Like, I know... It's not acceptable to think that, but that is absolutely what I think. <laughs> so, I, know yes. what think. I know it is because I've known you for nearly 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah. But, so, Michael, uh, so, what kind of, what's, so you, don't, you don't think you conform to any of the uh, formal classifications and you're just a dad? I conform completely to all dads everywhere, which is that I'm generally the person who is a, a, a little uh, more laid back, but then when... They need to be, I, I don't want to say disciplined, but when a point needs to be made, it tends to get handed over to me. Um, so it's like Michael, classic that's an outrageous uh, way to think in, in the year 2023. What? Tickler and Punisher. I'm ju- I, I just kind of get involved, you know, when things hit No, 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 that's what I'm saying. I'm just signing checks the rest that's, of the time. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. I, it's more that I'm I'm, I'm often the, the, the one who riles them up and then the, the one, one who, 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 who stops them. Uh, from being riled up, yeah. But so, yeah, but, yeah. but do you think you're? That's not. That's really not answering my question. Uh, yeah. Do Do you think you're an overbearing <laughs> parent, or an organized parent, or a pushy parent, or a free range parent? Like, what do you like? What's your approach? That's not an uh, approach. That's that's I think, just. Uh, <laughs> uh, he obviously I hasn't think, got one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really have one. Kind of take each day as it comes. Uh, yeah, 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 kind of. Michael, yeah, just... in between your two children, so I don't know how this changed, but when your first child was, I guess, one. Hmm. You asked me what year he would be sitting his leaving cert, <laughs> which I suppose shows a couple of things. First of all, your inability to do very simple maths. Uh, secondly, I suppose the fact that you, in fairness, correctly assumed that I would have a better knowledge of your child's birthday than you do. Yeah. But yeah. also that you were thinking about his school exams. Has that faded a bit now? Can we hope? I've set certain expectations, you know. Yeah. You know, once he could just do sports management in UCD, I don't think we have any problems. <laughs> well, I tell you what, the captain, captain of the SCT doesn't need to do the leaving cert, am I right? <laughs> just stroll into the Leinster Academy and like... <laughs> the only thing I've taught him is how to do a high five. <laughs> Jen, what kind of parent do you think you are? Are you a tiger mother? Hi. Jen, what kind of parent do you think Michael is? I don't know what a tiger mother is, but... <laughs> I would describe, I think I would be a conscientiously relaxed mother, as in I aspire to being, a, I'd like to be a chill, hip, slightly hippy-dippy mother, I would say. Apart from vegetables, okay. I am a Nazi when it comes to vegetables. I literally force okay. feed. But I would, yeah, I go for a relaxed, chilled out, it's all a good approach, but the only way that can actually work is when behind the scenes, you are pureeing, cleaning, laundrying, planning, and worrying like crazy. The worry that comes actually and I wouldn't really have been a worrier, is that is yeah. a little shock of parenting, as in feeling it's sick crushing. for worry. It's yeah. crushing. And it's it just different like, the um, whole time. Yeah, Jen, you might be a dolphin parent. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so dolphin parents are... Uh, Exposed like blowhole. Um. <laughs> um, dolphin parents are like, uh, they're, they're not totally permissive parents, but they're, okay. and they like to make time for fun and stuff, but they're still, you're still kind of in the pot. Um, okay yeah yeah yeah, definitely playful anyway and uh yeah just try just want to keep everyone calm and moving along through their day and trying to over i wouldn't say overthink things you know 
yeah, yeah. While, I, while you do still have the worry for sure you do worry but. yeah and that that is like absolutely so you talked about it Jen you know day one it's are they still breathing but then it turns into other worries and I can just foresee you know and even just talking to other other parents of older kids Michael, that, what are your worries? that just evolves what if he's gay <laughs> 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 And you'll just so give him bad. enough rope and he'll just so bad. <laughs> so bad. Oh, dear. So bad. Yeah, ask Jen. Oh. Jen is like, oh, I take kind of a moderate approach, you know, trying to make time for fun. And Michael, you somehow manage like, oh, I'm just like a classic dad. I suppose. <laughs> Not even a thing. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh yeah, but anyway, anyway, yeah. I've been so disappointed with the intelligence of, intelligence of my children. They are so ridiculously <laughs> stupid. It's just unbelievable. Like for for the longest time, they did not understand pointing. As in, I point at something, they look at my hand. Yes. Like a dog yes. understands that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, well, you missed it. Okay, there was a cow, but you didn't see it because you were looking at my hand the whole time. Like you turn their head and their eyes still coming back to you. <laughs> like the zoo, all my kids see in the zoo is fences. They're like, swear. <laughs> Like, well, I'm glad you're having a fun time, but you know there was a fabulous penguin there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, 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 um, what do you think is the most annoying thing that kids can't do, or the, or the most annoying thing that they need help with? Uh, being born, you're like, get out! <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't we just lay an egg? I would promise I would keep it warm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like the yeah. amount of assistance needed is ridiculous, and like I definitely did a lot of work. The people around me. I, did their best and that kid did nothing like but it also becomes very apparent that they're like they're like a half ready when they come out like they are not ready to be out <laughs> you know what i mean like it's you know they're not able to do anything and also, at for all the baby it's the worst thing that's ever happened to them yes yeah. being born do you know what i mean yeah. like the reference yeah, point is the frame of reference yeah. is so so limited yeah, you know? yeah imagine feeling cold think... for the first time ever yeah i know um, I think later, you know, as they grow up, then like it takes a surprisingly long time for them to be able to blow their own nose, like which is when you think of like is a critical function. Do you know? Like imagine if any of you couldn't blow your nose. Like, it's, well, I mean, is is there? I mean, look, there's so many delightful, and I appreciate you know coming from the point of view of not having children, and you're able to enjoy the the cute things and and then go home and sleep at night, but. Of all the great things that babies and small children do, sneezing is one of the best. Like that little yeah, look of surprise yeah, yeah. when, when, when the, and again, you must think like, yeah. what do they think is going on? Yeah, they're like, yeah. My, yeah. my head yeah. has briefly exploded. You know, it's like and then because they make such a fuss, they get so proud when they sneeze. They look around for the praise when they sneeze. <laughs> yeah, here's something yeah, the they can't yeah. do: they can't spit. And again, maybe it's because my children are idiots, but like they still can't spit. <laughs> So like you brush your teeth and the toothpaste just stays there in the microphone yeah. your children's spit, yeah. Like what actually yeah, let me hop into we haven't had a poo story and we're here way too long to have one. Let's get into it. My boy like ate a dog poo in the park, like literally found a dry <laughs> <laughs> like sitting there, picked up what looked like a little it was one that I'd say had been there at least since morning, hot day, okay, so it was biscuity looking. 
and like properly bit it and realized like this wasn't like a good thing. Oh my God. But you cannot make them spit. So I, you're scooping it out of the mouth, but I mean, this was like on all these teeth. Sorry, like, and like between the teeth, I had to get in, get in between with the wipes. But you're like, stop swallowing. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, that's, that is. It's, it's amazing. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty much the worst thing you could do. So but, it would be a but good skill to have. But there's also this thing where, like, whenever they do something like that, like, I remember uh, one of ours uh, managed to squirt some medicine into his eye, and I was like, like, immediately just grabbed it and squirted it into my own eye to see does it have any effect or is it stinging? And, like, it feels like so it's okay. stupid, Michael. Yeah, I know, but well, it is, kind of it's the way you react. Beautiful, you know? Michael. We'll be, we'll be blind together. <laughs> 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 okay, would you rather your kids were really, really smart or really athletic? Uh... I'd value smartness more. I probably just don't generally yeah. value athleticism in general. So, no, fair enough. Although my yeah. my husband has really uh, he um his family they were um into academic pursuits and studying. They were very stressed, and he was very stressed himself. As in, you know, developed a rash during his leaving start, that kind of thing. <laughs> so he he kind of said that he'd love his kids just to be like C students. I was like B's. Let's go for yeah. B's. You know. But uh, just to be uh, happy idiots. Happy idiots. But Anya, I feel again, you always ask these questions and then you add the kickers on at the end. So are you saying like that if you pick smart, like they're physically unable to move? No, see, I think, Michael, I think you'd love to have a child who was like a, a an NBA star. <laughs> Where yeah. do you get that from? Is that my? That's, well, you yeah. would lo- you would love the life of sort of just traipsing around. You'd I love would be showing up at the games. You'd be wearing a varsity jacket at yeah. fifty. Would. No, I'd God. be like uh, the Williams sisters' dad. You know, I'd be really, I'd really be taking credit for all of their successes. <laughs> I haven't seen that film, <laughs> but uh, I assume that's what he did. He's a real <laughs> person as well, Michael. It's not just about the film. <laughs> Anya, what do you judge parents for? Oh, everything. Yeah. Easiest thing in the world to raise other people's kids, as you know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I like to I like to hear that stuff on you because then I'm like, what am I not seeing? Have I, have I become blind to the annoying things that people say I or do? Know. So inform us. I'm I'm very context driven. So by this stuff. So if I I, I hate seeing kids misbehave in like a restaurant because I judge the parents. So kids running around mm. and stuff that drives me drives me mad. But like I don't mind like kids running around playing outside yeah like I'm, I'm not, you know what i mean like i'm not yeah. impl- I don't, that's I very don't good hate. of you thank yeah, you, yeah thank you very much yeah. no but i don't mind uh but i i mother like, teresa ki- no but there. like kids kids being rambunctious yeah you know when they're just yeah there's a time and a place for it yeah yeah, very yeah, yeah, yeah but i do really judge parents when like you know when you're in a restaurant <laughs> and there's someone like trying to carry like a boiling vat of something yeah and ramen kid, ramen to your table for ramen. example <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i can't i i, I judge i judge that very harshly well, let me ask. Let me ask you. What, what's what's the most annoying thing about parents and new parents, for, oh, guys. for example? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, like, it's funny because anyone who knows me knows I love babies. I love kids. Loving hanging out with kids and babies and talking to parents about them. And yet, still, my God. I mean, and I do appreciate, guys. If, look, listen. You are the outliers. Your kids happened to be the smartest and the cutest mm-hmm. children in the world. Cutest, mm-hmm. yes. But just every <laughs> single parent. Oh my god! But you know what? It's hard though too because you know when people have kids, like obviously this really life changing thing has happened to them, and in a sense, mm. I don't want to say they've transcended the rest of us, but they have sort of moved to another 
a big, you know, they're they're experiencing something very unique, and I think mm. it's just a really difficult time in but in in the the parents of yeah, non parents yeah, yeah. tribes because you just can't understand each other at all. I think, in fairness, yeah, I think in fairness, yeah, it's like that thing where they say if a lion could speak perfect English, we still wouldn't understand them because the context <laughs> of their lives is so different. Yeah. No, in fairness, I actually do love hearing the stories and seeing the photos and all that sort of thing. But I think it's suddenly there are the parents, and in fairness, neither of you is guilty of this. There are the parents who, once they become parents, fair enough in one way to think you're an expert on children, even though you're not. You're an expert on your own child. But yeah. they seem to think they're an expert on everything. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And they want to pa- like they're not your want, parent. No, they want to parent <laughs> you as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, they suddenly become everybody's yeah. mom or dad, you know? Yeah. But then it's also really nice to see your friends become parents too. I will say that. Yeah, you can't just say that. Yeah, it's all right. I think the parents of newborns are remarkably joyful considering the actual pain they're going through. They're kind of positive. I think it's actually Michael and my stage, the parents of two-year-olds, we're the ones who are like, ha, you think that's hard? Ha, I remember when I thought that was hard. We're we're the real uppity. We're like, we've really been through it and we know. And our kids are now whingy, so we're whingy. So I think actually they're the most annoying parents and the most likely to say as a mother or to tell long stories. You're right. And it's it's that thing where people are like, oh, you know, let's say uh, you have a new child and yeah, whether they're not sleeping or whatever. And then some other parent is like, oh, yeah, well, let me tell you, I remember that. And I'll tell you, it's not going to get better till till six and you're like oh just you know what your kid's different though yeah you know? yeah but i think i think it's hard to argue it though because say like you know michael and i get up in the morning and go to work not together i don't know <laughs> and uh like it's the harem no but like there's no question that the, per- the, the person who's been up three times a night and hasn't got any sleep like that life is going to be a bit harder but like that tension between the parent and the non-parent just makes it very hard to be friends for those years i think because like how do you relate to somebody when I, I don't know I just think it's, it's I think it's, it's a short I think it's a shorter window there's definitely a, a period where that's the case but like I think it's a shorter window and maybe sorry it's definitely shorter I think for the dad as well because it you know sorry in most cases yeah, it's you know? I kind of like that element though because I think I you know a real positive about parenting is it's such a public form of suffering Everyone knows it's hard. As in, yeah, most yeah. hardship happens in an understated, private way. I'm sure mm. you and on YouTube are probably suffering in all kinds of ways I don't know about. Whereas I have physical evidence of my pain in the form of two sloppy kids beside me and jam on my knees. And everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. So you feel very, like, vindicated and um You also feel bulletproof. Like, you feel like if you're out in the shops and you've got two kids with you, like... You're not, you know what I mean? You're not really paying attention to other people's needs. So we'll be honest with that. Like, you're just like, I need to get what I need. I need to get the hell out of here. You know? It's, it's an interesting point that Jen makes. Michael's one is obviously uh, insane. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like the... I'm sorry, this never been shot by a kid. Like, there's, I think there's so much of, like, between, say, people who really want kids and don't have them and people who have kids and don't want them. Mm. Uh, there's an mm. awful lot of, like... Um, a lot of emotion tied up in kids are not having them. There is. Mm, and mm. like, it's, I think that that's another reason why it's such a, why parents kind of get a bad rap for over talking about kids because there's always somebody who doesn't want to yeah. hear about, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, there's, there's yeah. a lot of, like, I mean. Yeah. I do think there is the interesting one, which is, and I'm a very firm believer in this and I'm not judging these people as parents, but people who, who don't like kids, and there are lots of people who don't like kids. Fine. Well, not really fine, but still, whatever. That's who you are. But people who don't like kids who then have kids. 
And I, I absolutely believe that they like and love their own children. But I think it's still such an interesting... And, you know, you still live in a society where, you know, obviously lots of people decide not to have children and some people want children and can't have them. But there's still so many people who seem to still think, well, having kids is the next step along this journey. You know, you, yeah, you yeah, meet yeah. someone and you yeah, get married and buy that, a house yeah. and then you have children. And yeah. I think it's interesting that, not for everyone, but that it still seems almost a societal norm. And, you know, I wonder whether that will change. Yeah. No, I do, I do think sometimes if some people have children out of lack of imagination, you just assume it's yeah. what you do next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I would say, I would say then people who cho- will choose or don't have children, um, I feel there's probably more pressure on you to uh, be successful in your careers or other areas of your life. You know, we've got yeah. a great excuse yeah. to just Yeah, I think love. people have to be like, well, here's the trade-off. Yeah, like, yeah. People like, well, what did you give? Case. Because it's seen as like giving something up, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? To yeah. not have them, even though like, as Hugh, as you're saying, it should probably be the default not to have kids. Yes. And that's something you decide to do. Absolutely. And there's no other life decision that you're just like, oh, well, I guess I'll just create life. <laughs> for something to do, do you know? yeah. it's mad so what do you so when people have pets and they consider themselves pet parents you know if they consider themselves I don't know only you've got you've got how many cats Michael you know how many cats I have uh, how, many, how, how many two, cats do you two yeah two I mean like it's just, I mean like no I have seven <laughs> like of course I have two <laughs> anything more than two cats is crazy but do you ever refer to yourself as the cats like mother and father do you ever do what that? I do in the privacy of my own home <laughs> is my own business. Of course you do. You think you're your pet, your pet's parent. Of course you do. Jen, what do you, what do you think of that? I feel like I'm snapping a pool cue and throwing yeah. in the middle <laughs> yeah. of it too. I'm just trying to create tension here. My sister was recently chatting to a work colleague who was saying, I wonder, I might get married, you know? And they were like, oh, oh gosh. They didn't even know if she had, you know, she had a boyfriend. I didn't know her, know her all that well. She said, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we do have a baby. And they were like, oh, gosh, you know, what's his or her name? And she said, oh, I mean, like, you know, a fur baby. But, um, yeah, yeah, that, 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 and then yeah, we're not talking that, about that, it. I was like, yeah. am I crazy? Or is that person crazy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do hate the term fur baby. Yeah, and then I have, and Michael, I have skin babies. <laughs> uh, I don't, uh, I don't think it's acceptable to publicly talk about them. And, like, people aren't going to, but I mean, I would argue. I mean, it is no. I'm, I'm not no, going to try have this argument. No, I would say out there in public because there's more tolerance for pets than children. I think people are more interested in. The, like, I actively try not to talk about my kids to people. I'm like, they don't, want, they don't want to hear this. Whereas I think people do like hearing about cats and dogs. Yeah, yeah. But do you think it's just that annoying people are annoying whether they're talking about their hobbies, their pets, yeah. or their kids? No, like, that's you know the I mean? thing because because the other thing is again, it goes back to you can only you can, you can only live the life that you live. You know, you can only live in the context in which you live, and so I think it's totally fine if people you know if their pets are the most important things in their lives or whatever there are the people who are like no but actually like having pets is as hard and as much work as having children and it's like well that, that's that's not true i'm sorry i don't believe that but for your life yeah sure it's the biggest thing going on or whatever well but... I, th- I think i think that like it's kind of a false equivalence to make people rank things because as you say like exactly you're, you're like i mean if it, like having a puppy for example i wouldn't do it it's an enormous mm. it's an enormous amount of work and at least you yeah. can bring a baby into, into a restaurant no like, i actually feel like i couldn't <laughs> take the pressure of no. having a pet i wouldn't dream of getting a pet and i probably never will i, I was like no no i couldn't handle that but there's no medals in life do you know what i mean no no. But it's, it's like except for Michael's know, you, kids who are all going to the Olympics you know <laughs> now, they are going to be roided out the wazoo 
They are going to be getting every PED under the sun. Oh my god, all those doctors. That who was the fella who did the buses full of blood for Lance Armstrong? Michael's got him on retainer already. Uh, but uh, it's like you know people who have who who make a big thing about like having like pain-free childbirth, as if there's actually going to be a medal ceremony yeah. at the end yeah. where someone is like. I mean, sorry, people should do what they want, obviously, mm. but just like no, nobody's going to give you a medal for doing the hardest thing, no, or the no, most it's... difficult thing, or like suffering the most, or whatever. So you know. Yeah, it's true. There's no reward for drudgery. No, there's not. There's not. It's its own reward. No, yeah. No. <laughs> But here's here's a medal I like to wear. Um, it's more of a more of a woman's thing. But when you after you have children, if you just dress up even the tiniest bit, people be like, "Oh my god, you look amazing!" Because like, don't you have kids? Oh. You're like, "Yeah, yeah, I've got. A, I had to wear a strapless bra with this." So they're like, "Whoa, wow!" You know, that, that feels really good. <laughs> yeah, I guess it. Um, but do you think then equally there's judgment if you look too good? People are like, "Well, oh, that obviously took ages." I have never had to deal with that, so I, you know. <laughs> So, no, I'm thinking more like I'm at work, my shoes match, and uh, you know I'm here, and that's yeah. I, I feel like my, clo- my clothes that. are dry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's really the bar. Is dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I tell you one more poo thing? Absolutely. It was a so another part of like obviously being a parent is that you feel like life moves on without you, and you know what the hell am I doing here in my house? And I remember one day it was, I'd actually just been on Instagram and I had seen that um, a friend that we know had just got a column in the Irish Times and another um, girl we know had was publishing a novel. And I was like, God, look at these women my age. And then my daughter was just like in the bath. And then I just realized she was just, had just pooed in the bath and I had to, it was a race me against her to catch it yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a huge scramble to get her out and you know she picked it up and put it in her I, she was really small that like anything around was just oh, food. i didn't know what it was and i was like no i didn't make it and uh, so i was like got it off her foster she was better than like the boy good to get it out but i was just like scooping poo out of water like floaters and i was just like oh my god there are people out there achieving things like feminist gold I, what am I, I, mean, I think you actually should get a medal for that to be honest i mean i i, I mean that's... i feel like we've been very you know we've really we've really focused on the cons should we say know, some nice things that. yeah have you got some yeah like what's guys what's the payoff like what's I mean, it's... I told you, people think you look nice. <laughs> That's the day off of you. <laughs> okay, so we want Michael if you any. Occasionally, uh, Michael's gonna have some crazy reason. Come on, no, 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 no. you are, you are. No, I think I think it's fair to say at this stage that listeners uh, won't have a picture of me as a sentimental person or uh, being with an emotional dimension. But when it comes to uh, to my kids, I am a big mushy mess of a man, and uh, no, they're they're amazing. I mean, like big all this is. is um... Yeah. What? You're a you're a, a, <laughs> a, small... a little a little neat tidy mess <laughs> of a me- of a man like that. Yeah. You're you're that yeah. little bit of dog poo that Jen's son yeah. Yeah. picked up <laughs> and then spat yeah. out through his teeth. No. Couldn't spit out through Couldn't his spit. teeth. Michael, do you cry about your kids? Uh, yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. Aww, yeah. like what? Like what? Like what are we? Just when they just uh, well, first time. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, uh, we gave our our. Uh, the, the, the three-year-old gave him a book it was just a just a book that he liked because uh he'd recently seen the lion king so we got a, got a book and um gave it to him and he had such he had but he had such a strength of 
like he was so happy with it and he was really trying to express his emotion he said thank you so much thank you i'm really happy thank you so much and then he turned around and said to us can i say something to you i'm really proud of you <laughs> and, that was, and it was just like it wasn't he wasn't exactly expressing what he meant but like mm. it was like he knew that this is the strongest possible emotion he could convey and like yeah there you go it's so it's yeah that'll that'll, that'll keep me topped up for another couple of nights and nappies you have very um polite children so that they they exceptionally they, polite because when my husband was in your house um and i was there also wasn't a date that he was on with you um yeah <laughs> uh, he tried to go up the stairs on a tour and your son stopped him and just looked at his shoes and just made it very clear that he was not to wear his shoes upstairs. <laughs> That's the discipline in the house. Oh, That's yeah. the discipline. Yeah, no, and, we, and we, it, was just, it was just sort of like, I don't want to have this conversation again. We've, okay. Yeah, we've trained them to do that so that we don't have to do it. It's yeah, acceptable it when they do it. Yeah. Sorry, I should, I should say he was indulging your son. He, my husband doesn't yeah. just um, <laughs> try people's houses upstairs and he's on come down with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Up in Michael's box bedroom. I actually love the chance to get a look upstairs. Can I just say... <laughs> Oh, I, I'll, go, I'll go with them. It's just a bit of a laugh. I to see how you live, Michael. I was surprised there wasn't just like a bar for you to hang out of at night. <laughs> he has a bed. I've seen it. Is it at the end of, of, of a big double bed, though? Is it like Michael Scott's bed? In the office, you know? yeah. Michael yeah. sleeps on a... <laughs> yeah. yeah, he has quarters. He has special quarters <laughs> up with the maid. Jen, Jen is there a, a, a cute, happy story you want to tell us? Can I bring, if I can bring it back to Fraser again, because, you know, everything starts and ends with Fraser. Oh my God, Jen, I knew you'd come one day. <laughs> when Roz was pregnant and freaking out about it, and Fraser was, like, comforting her about it, he 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 was t- talking about how wonderful it is to have a little child. And he did, t- he said to her, you don't just love your child, you fall in love with them. And that mm. really is true, because you meet, mm. you do love them straight away. And I do like to tell people, you don't have to love them straight away, but you do pretty much. Or mm. it, that, it, that really comes from a place of responsibility. But then you actually are just getting to know them. And like I say, you think you're going to mold them, but you won't. They'll just be themselves. It's very, very so much like a romantic relationship in really every way, apart from obviously there's a sexual element to a romantic relationship. And that is about the only difference. Like mm. it, it is just really like meeting yeah. a person, getting to know them. And you then you become more and more obsessed with them. And yeah. so you do just kind of love them more and more, don't you? Like now, yeah. Ask Michael I four more years, maybe we'll hate them more. But um, <laughs> you know, that's uh, Jen, you're gonna have me crying here. Yeah, 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 hundred uh, percent. Do you guys find it hard to imagine yourselves with adult kids? Like whatever about teenagers? Like, yeah. is it hard to imagine them as as being like, I'm thirty, I'm an accountant. Yeah. Hello. It's well, that's, that's also the stress and the worry then because you're just like, whatever, you know, th- that's where your mind goes to. It's like, well, all the things that I'm worried about now, they're going to be worried about when they're that age. And then I'm going to have to worry about that too. It's just yes, like, like, yeah. Oh, Michael, your mind will have failed by then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael, can you imagine yourself, Michael, at 65? I, I'd like, I think. Better I apps. Can I paint a picture? Better hair. Yeah, go for it, Anya. <laughs> Michael, I think you will lean in hard to retirement. Yeah, I think I think you'll have had hair plugs. 
Yeah, okay, well... I, and, 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 no, no, you don't need to know. I've always said <laughs> you have a perfectly good head of hair and I don't stand over the bullying that goes on in this podcast. Thank All you, right? Yeah, okay. Now, constructive criticism. Yeah, I think that you... No, but I think you'll have, you'll have, you'll have an enormous thing of, like... A uh, main. Ray, <laughs> a yeah, main. White, like, yeah. like, it'll be huge, right? Yeah. Like, you're to and you'll, like you'll a Hasselhoff level yeah, hair. Yeah, a special yeah. man will come to do it and stuff. Yeah. You'll have really afraid of your wardrobe. You'll suddenly start spending a lot of money on yourself. Like you're gonna. This sounds like you're gonna be like Siegfried and or Roy, like for what you're talking about here. I don't know. Have you seen Billy Connolly recently? Like that's what I'm viewing. <laughs> no, I I'm imagining more sort of the like aging Bond now, right? Ooh, and, I'll take that. Yeah, but I think you'll just be. You'll have a lot of hobbies. You'll have a lot of stuff on. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. trips. But I think yeah. you will start to spend a lot more. Now I don't know who this is. Is Liberace a person? No, I think I'm yeah. really he was. Yeah. In all the big the sequence and stuff. I just yes. think you'll get. Yeah. I just think you won't care what anyone thinks anymore. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll be. It'll be. I think maybe you'll get into sailing. I mean, I find this very hard to argue with. This is probably where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. Other yeah. yeah. other liaisons with. A selection of ladies. A bevy. No, I think that's unlikely. I think that's unlikely. Even with my maybe, boat. Maybe you'll get really into boozing. Even with my boat and my hair, I think that's unlikely. Yeah. 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 And you and you'll still be sort of working on that ab. <laughs> and yeah. um, I think you'll I think you'll get into like collecting Japanese whiskies or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Jen, how do you think your arm will feel when you're sixty-five? <laughs> Yeah, I might be still carrying these idiots around. I don't know. So I, <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, I tell you, way down with worry. I do. Uh, my worry is that they like move to Australia, and I think that I'm like I should have seven more kids so that I will have more like so that some of them will stay it with would be me. So insulting when they all move to Australia. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. all nine of them. I know. I don't know. I honestly, I think I just uh, don't have the brain space, like minus brain, just to live in the you know to think outside where I am right now. Like if you gave me a newborn now, I wouldn't have to mind them, and I don't know what I'm going to be doing in two years. But yeah. the only thing I would get you is just like the worry, like like when our daughter was like three months old, I think I woke my husband up in the night to say, when she's out in the nightclub, will you actually walk and get her rather than have her get a taxi home? You know, like that's <laughs> that's the stuff I think. And when you watch uh, stuff on TV now, like the the kidnapped woman, like it's not you anymore, oh. it's, it's your kid. So now it's way more I, upsetting. I can't believe we didn't talk about like absolutely like and even re-watching films now that I've seen a million times like I re-watched Independence Day for when we did that episode last year and like the the sort of situations of peril like kids going through stuff families going it all hits so much harder and you realise why all this stuff is in films because it's like tugging at these heartstrings that, I love the idea that you think that, oh, that the rest of us are just like I have but no it's, reference but, but the thing is, I hope like, those um, kids die. No, I think it's that other people are capable of emotion like that. I, I think, Michael, I might be a little bit like you, kind of ice cream, like emotion free and never understood any of that stuff. And then you mm. you, you go yeah. soft and you're like, oh, this is why everyone yeah. keeps watching Father the Bride. <laughs> <laughs> are we are we inching towards a, a conclusion on whether parenting and parenting? I, I haven't mentioned my gums or my hair yet, by the way. Oh, are they destroyed? Yeah, but, you know the phrase long in the tooth? Like, I'm long in the tooth since I had my children. Like, my gums receded and they never come back. Like, that's what, bad. What, what is, that, is, that a is that a pregnancy thing? Like, yeah, when you're pregnant, your gums, like, recede. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, my teeth. I, I found the dentist being like, my teeth are going to come tumbling out of my mouth. I had seven fillings in a few months after my daughter was born. And a friend I've of mine lost, lost a tooth with every child. 
Like it, and and I went bald for every year. Like I, I had to my hair. So much of my hair fell out after I had the baby. So yeah. first you actually have fabulous hair when you're pregnant, and just after you have the most thick, luscious hair, and then it just all falls out. Yeah. And you go to the hairdresser, and she was like, I was still on the couch across the room. The hairdresser said she was like, "Hi, fringe," <laughs> and she had to give me a fringe that started at like the crown of my head with a come over, a come forward. <laughs> But I was like basically bald in the temples. I had to come all the way forward and like brush it down. And then you, um, so for people who dye their hair, you can get touch up spray, which is just a, a wash out little spray of brown or whatever color you want. So she told me to get that and I just sprayed it like directly on my temples. Pick up the fringe, spray, spray, <laughs> spray. <laughs> Jen, can I, I like, uh, when this is over, oh can I get dear. the number of that hairdresser if you would mind? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Let's let's go to a vote on this, and I think we have to we have to go to our expert first. Uh, so, Jen, can you please give us your thoughts on whether parenting and and being a parent is a legitimate like? I okay, I think you know where I'm going to go. I really want to say no for so many reasons, including I'd like to give permission to parents not to like it because I think the, our parents out there are no. not liking it. Like pregnancy, nine one hangover, awful. Birth was that time I was captured by ISIS and tortured and nobody would help me. And the worry is awful. <laughs> that was unfortunate that it coincided with the birth. I've always said that. I really miss spontaneity, like in your plans. I really miss walking fast places because, you know, you're only as fast as the <laughs> slowest person on the path. And when they get out of the buggy, they're even slower because they really stop and smell the roses. <laughs> that fair, Mikey. Michael. Sorry, I just called you Mikey. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but based on... I guess gratitude of being able to and have the opportunity to have children and with with a little caveat I'm going to say it's a legitimate like right I think one child is for sure legitimate like because the joy outweighs the pain and two kids the joy still outweighs the pain but the balance is so almost even and it's my feeling that if I had a third the pain then would it completely take over right so over. for two or less children when you get to keep a normal car yes parenting is a legitimate like yeah yeah okay well yeah the car i mean that's again i talk i mentioned at the start i know someone whose sister has nine children how are they going anywhere like what an articulated lorry probably yeah yeah exactly in my family of six kids we had a normal car a jetta and like uh so like what four of us used to be on the back seat one used to sit between the driver's seats facing backwards and then little emma used to lie across the windshield and we went for a drive every sunday just for fun Oh, this is you. Yeah, it was me and my son. Yeah, <laughs> like my great grandparents. <laughs> Michael, you were probably carried around in a sedan chair, there, were you? Yeah, a little princeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Were you allowed to play with the rough children on your road, Michael? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Um, okay. Well, I guess I have to vote as well. I mean, I'm obviously voting as a non-parent, um, and so with no experience of parenting. And and it's funny because like sometimes people will say like oh but you know you know kids and you work with kids and and I do and I feel I know kids better than an awful lot of people but I feel like yeah there's no comparison to 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 parenting and and like Anya says there's no context for it I mean yeah I do think yeah fair play to you I mean Michael is yawning as I speak and I can't really blame him because he was up very early and often with his children uh so yeah I'm going to say look you you keep keep bringing those kids up to be the good people and you're doing a good job. And most people do that, I think. So I'm going to say parenting is a legitimate like. Wow. So you, you can keep doing it. Amazing. Thank you. 
Michael and Anya, I presume. I, I think it's a really tough one because I don't think it's in on any common sense assessment of things. It's not legitimate mm. to like. Yeah. It. I can see where you guys love it. Do you know what I mean? So it's um, mm. it's a tough one. Well, as you say, yeah. it's it's ultimately the balance, I guess, and you hope that mm. for most people. It defies all logic, that way, but that's 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 the same thing with lots of things like marriage ramen. or friendship or ramen. You know, things that make no sense, but yeah, that's what makes the world goes round, you know? Jelly. Yeah. yeah. That's what makes the world goes round. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you didn't get You don't have a baby on you. Why are you too tired to speak? <laughs> the, I have a job! Like, <laughs> like as if the rest of us are just eating grapes all day. Uh, Michael, what do you think? Oh, it's, it's uh, like, I think, in fairness, the actual, the, the components, as you say, of parenting, when you, when you add it all up, yeah, it's challenging, but at the end result, what you're getting out of it, yeah, it's uh, just it an, an NBA all star. <laughs> yeah, when I get, yeah, yeah, two Harlem Globetrotters out of this, I will be, you know, <laughs> the happiest man in the world. No, no, it's great, it's great, it's fantastic. Excellent. Michael, I can't believe you still think that the Harlem Globetrotters are the best basketball team. Who are the Harlem Globetrotters? They're a trick shot team. A what? Yeah. They're, they're like an entertainment basketball team. They it's do like loads of cool between... tricks. I thought, <laughs> I thought they were like a band, like you know the Blind Boys of Alabama who did the song for the Wire. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought. The guy I'm so You thought they were a blind <laughs> basketball team. <laughs> a blind, a blind singing group. Oh, I'm so yes. uh, so annoyed we didn't get you tickets to go and see them, and then you'd be so surprised when you got there. <laughs> And they're fantastic for being blind. But they're not blind. Are they? No, they're not blind. Well, no, you can see it's not Okay, Jen, I hope you've enjoyed coming on the podcast. Has it been everything you've expected? I've really, really enjoyed it. Thanks so much. Yeah, really fun. Have you been able to vent enough about the pain your children cause uh, you? Yeah, I wanted to spew more hate, but I tempered it. You might have noticed I tempered it. I, I, yeah. I, I sprinkled it with little positive bits and... Um, just want to come across okay, guys. You know, don't want to come, don't want to show on our sides in my first guest appearance. That's true. Yeah, yeah, Jen. Anytime, anytime you want to spew hate about any other topic, we are, we are. Well, here, like I said, so. I'm not an authority on anything else. So uh, until something else <laughs> happens to me, divorce will be the next one. <laughs> Onion Michael, thanks for producing as always. Thanks, guys. Delightful. Thanks very much. Great. Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Please get in touch if you have children and let us know some of the things they have eaten or put in their eyes or any other things they've done. Also, please let us know if you don't have children. Let us know how you judge uh, people who do. Please go back and listen to all our previous episodes in our back catalogue. There's about 90 of them, so it should take you a bit of time to go through. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Music, wherever you get your podcasts, and on Instagram and Twitter, at Legitimate Likes. And please always tell someone new about the podcast. It is the best way of getting the name out there. And until the next time, goodbye. 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 Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.